This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now this is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game, to the anime, to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin and I am your host. Thank you very much for listening today. Now, if you'd like to contact me, you can always email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com or leave a comment or message on our Facebook and links to everything talked about in today's episode can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 43. Now, today we have a lot to talk about, about the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or E3, uh, the Nintendo Direct at E3, and the Nintendo Developers Roundtable, where we learn tons of new information about the upcoming Pokemon X and Y games. But let's get into that right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. Now, they have over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle. Again, please visit audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios to support the show. Now, let's start off... First of all, let's let's go over what happened yesterday morning. Well, today is Wednesday, uh, June twelfth. So yesterday morning was the uh, uh, was the E three uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, it was a forty a forty one minute video. It was um, a live broadcast, but then you can watch it later on on YouTube. I'll put the links to that uh, on the show notes again. PokedexRadio.com slash forty three. Uh, I'll put the video up there. But this is a 41-minute uh, Nintendo Direct live broadcast. They went over tons of new uh, tons of new games that are coming out within the next year or so. The first game, of course, they went over was Pokemon X and Y, and we got an official release date of October 12th, 2013. But we'll go over more about Pokemon later on, of course. Uh, the second game that they revealed was Super Mario 3D World. Um, we're here. This is a, uh, of course, for the 3DS. This is a multiplayer, uh, a new multiplayer Mario game where he has a new power up, uh, where he puts on a little a cat suit, and they call it Cat Mario. Cat Mario. What you can do is you can climb walls, you can scratch uh, enemies, and things like that. Very interesting. Um, of course, you know it's another Mario game, so you're pretty much getting the same things as before. But again, this is a multiplayer game, so you can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad, and each specific character has their own special abilities to do things, like Toad can run faster, and Peach can float, and Luigi can jump further than Mario can, things like that. So, uh, Super Mario 3D World will be coming out uh, this year, 2013, in December. Um, The next game uh, that really interests me here, uh, this is uh, Mario Kart 8. Um, this comes out in spring of 2014, so not until next year. Um, uh, this is for the Wii U. Uh, 
that has a lot of new features uh, uh, in in the game. Like every new Mario game, they always uh, add something new to it. Um, uh, this one uh, builds off of uh, Mario Kart Seven, really, because I believe in. I, I never played Mario Kart Seven, uh, but what I understand from it, you can do things like you can race underwater, things like that. You do the same things in Mario Kart 8, except there's also newer features like anti-gravity, uh, like in the uh, Mario Kart uh, Wii game, you can race on motorcycles, things like that. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I've always loved the Mario Kart games. The very first one I played was uh, Mario Kart 64, you know, going over to friends' houses. You know, they all, everybody, you know, that was like the thing to do when you had like a sleepover at a friend's house or you're going over to a friend's house. You played Mario Kart 8. You played Super Smash Brothers, which we're going to talk about in a minute. You played, you know, video games, you know, multiplayer video games with your friends. Definitely Mario Kart 8 is definitely a good party game. Uh, Mario Kart in general is a good party game. But again, Mario Kart 8, not going to be released until spring 2014. Um, of course, they have a new Donkey Kong game. I didn't really write too many notes about it because that's not a game that really interests me too much. Something that I could really elaborate on like I can with uh, maybe Mario Kart 8 or even Legend of Zelda or Super Smash Brothers. But let's talk about Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U. Now, I don't know if this is two separate games or if they're going to be packaging this as one game. Um... I don't know, but they announced that this will be for the Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U. Um, they showed, uh, of course, they showed video of both uh, being played on both uh, the game being played on both different devices. You know, of course, all the old characters come back, you know, Link, Pikachu, Mario, Luigi. Um, I'm assuming Wario and uh, Waluigi are going to be there. Everything, all the characters as well as two new characters. Of course, the villager from Animal Crossing you know, the, your main playable character villager from animal crossing will come with a lot of moves, you know, related to, uh, the villager from animal crossing. You have the shovel, which you can, uh, I guess it's the down B attack or whatever, you know, things like that, that they always implement into, um, the super smash brothers games. Um, one character that has been, you know, just as much as Sonic, People have wanted this character in Mega Man. Mega Man is the huge reveal uh, for this one, of course, other than the 3DS option, which we'll talk about that in a second. But Mega Man is coming in to Super Smash Brothers. Uh, honestly, it doesn't excite me that much. Of course, you know, they're always bringing in, you know, a special reveal character. Of course, the villager is one of them. But we know the villager from, you know, a, a Nintendo related game like Animal Crossing that has been with Nintendo six, uh, since the Nintendo 64 Um but Omega Man obviously is the big reveal new character. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that uh, pans out later on uh, next year when it comes out. But the big reveal for it was that it was uh, that it will be coming out for the Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U. Honestly, if it would have just come out for the Wii U, I would have been okay. Another Super Smash Brothers game. Cool. That's nice. Let's move on. But for the 3DS, yes, I've seen other things, and I'm sure you you guys have seen as well. Um, games, uh, uh, um, ports of this game, you know, ROMs and things like that, that you can play on your, uh, uh, on your, on your DS and other things like that. But an actual legit version on the 3DS, I don't know if this will be two separate games or this will be, uh, one game packaged with both the, the CD for the Wii U and the cartridge for the 3DS. I don't know. I would like to see it packaged as one not as two. I don't want to go out and buy two separate Super Smash Brothers games when in reality, 
I can only buy, I only really need to buy one. I don't know if they will implement different things. Let's say on the 3DS version, you can, you know, do some things to, you know, to add features to the Wii U version. I don't know. This, this seems interesting, but I don't want to go out and buy two separate games, but we'll have to see that. We'll wait until 2014 to see what happens. Of course, there were other games thrown in there, but the last one that really, um, a lot of third-party games, things like that, that were thrown in there. But one that really interested me, of course, was The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Now, this is just a remake for the Wii U, really. It's updated with better graphics and be able to fit uh, on a 1080p screen. Uh, and this is going to be released in October 2013. Now, I played part of Wind Waker. I mean, it wasn't the greatest Legend of Zelda game, I'll give you that. But uh, Wind Waker HD did update, of course, the uh, what was it? the Tingle Tuner that you can put your uh, uh, you can plug in your Game Boy Advance to the GameCube or to the Wii, and uh, as a, a second player can actually help you uh, find items and things like that. They updated this where you could uh, send out messages on the uh, the Miiverse, which I thought was interesting, but not that great. It's just something else that they were implementing, I think, as a last minute type of deal to. Because to me, it, it reminds me of Animal Crossing uh, uh, for the uh, for the DS. You write a note in a bottle, you send it out, and other people who have uh, that same game can receive your note. It, it's not it's not that great, honestly. I, I don't I don't feel that this is anything you know big. They did it with Animal Crossing. Now they're doing it with a, a, a remade Wii game. We'll, but we'll see what happens. Uh, remade GameCube game, and we'll see what happens with that. But. Uh, there you go. A lot of exciting news from Nintendo Direct from yesterday morning. Honestly, I wish I would have watched it live. I didn't realize it would be that early in the morning just because I forgot. I woke up like an hour after it ended. I feel stupid um, for, for doing so. Um, but it was uh, yesterday uh, yesterday morning, June 11th at 7 in the morning Pacific time. I believe it was about 10 o'clock my time because uh, I live on the, e- uh, on the East Coast of the U.S. So it was about 10 o'clock my time and I woke up right around 11 because I had a late night. But that is uh, a lot of the main things from the Nintendo Direct broadcast. Uh, of course, there were other things that went on at, th- at, uh, at E3, but we're going to be talking about mostly Nintendo and Pokemon things. And we're going to talk about Pokemon things after this. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, instead of going straight through Amazon, you should just visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Here I have compiled many different games and consoles, and I'm always adding more things. Using my store will help support the podcast and won't cost you any more than what you would normally pay for an Amazon item. Now, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyway, so why not just buy through my affiliate store and help me out? Now, if you'd like to buy non-video game-related items on Amazon, but would still like to help me out, email me the links to the exact items you want, and I'll send you back my affiliate links. Now, to visit my store, go to pokedexradio.com slash store. Now, here we go. Tons of new Pokemon X and Y news. Tons of it. Here is not all the news, because honestly, minute by minute, things are coming out. Even right now, as I'm recording this show, you know, I'm sitting here watching Twitter, and things are being released every few seconds here. Um, Here, where's my uh, show notes? Uh, here we go. Okay, like tons of things are being released by the minute here. Koro Koro links, you know, the the magazine uh, out of Japan, are are being leaked with tons of information about uh, the uh, the NPC characters, the gym leaders, things like that. But we're gonna go over 
a lot of the the main information that was revealed yesterday during the uh, developers roundtable during the Nintendo developers roundtable um, yesterday night. Now, I uh, unfortunately I don't think they live broadcasted this thing at all. You know, which which really upset me. So they live tweeted out a lot of this information. If you followed uh, at Pokemon, if you just followed Pokemon on Twitter. That is their official Twitter. They were live tweeting everything that happened, or at least most of the things that were happening. And I was sitting there, you know, retweeting a lot of the things on my on my Twitter, which is uh, FS Austin VO. You know, I was live tweeting and commenting a lot of things that they were doing. But we have an official release date, like I mentioned before, October twelfth, two thousand thirteen, for the entire world, um, uh, with an uh, with a uh, uh, suggested retail price of. Uh, manufacturer suggested retail price of $39.99 uh, US dollars, so uh, $39.99. So about 40 bucks for the, uh, for each game, which isn't too bad. I believe the games are usually you know anywhere between $29.99, $35.99 to $39.99. It's a, th- it's a 3DS game. Of course, it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but at 40 bucks, I think it's fine. Um, a lot of new Pokemon were revealed. Even more Pokemon were revealed this morning compared to last night. But we're just going to go over a lot of the stuff that we that was revealed last night because there is tons of new Pokemon. Um, the first one we're going to go over is uh, the evolution of the Fletching Fletchling, which is a normal flying type Pokemon that we talked about before. Um, it is you know similar to like a Pidgey where you would find or uh, at the beginning of the game is like a. Most of the games you would find, you know, a flying type Pokemon. There was Pidgey, there was Talo, things like that. This one is um, the evolution of Fletchling, which is a normal flying type. This evolution is called Talonflame. This is a fire flying type Pokemon, which is a big difference. It makes a big difference even to me. Um, it, it, it's awesome to have a flying, a fire type Pokemon early in the game, but I always choose a fire starter anyways. So I don't know how this would possibly change how I play the game I always choose the fire starter like I said so having like, I don't know what level Talonflame evolves uh, evolves from a Fletchling but having a fire Pokemon earlier on in the game would definitely change who I pick as a starter uh, I mean it might it might not I really don't know but this is this is interesting we'll see how this turns out once the games do come out exactly what level things like that but these are like i said these are the only the pokemon that have really been officially released on the pokemon website anyway so let's go on uh the next pokemon is a flying dragon type pokemon called noivern and noivern uh, all these pokemon were were shown yesterday during the developers roundtable when they were showing parts of the game being played so anyways noivern is a i'm um, sorry about that that is a uh, a flying dragon type not a dragon flying but it's type one is drag is flying. It's type two is dragon. Um, um, it looks like honestly a giant bat Pokemon with two speakers on its head. Um, but it's a dragon type. We'll see. I mean, it's it looks interesting. It looks cool. It's just another flying dragon. I don't know if this is if that's actually going to be you know like the main dragon of that game. You know how. In Generation 1, we had Dragonite. Uh, Generation 2, we had, like, the bigger Pokemon. Um, uh, wow, I can't think of it. Tyranitar. In Generation 3, we had Salamence as the, the main dragon for that game. Uh, and, and so on. But we'll see if Noivern is the new big dragon type. Uh, two new water type Pokemon were also revealed yesterday. First one is Clauncher, 
which is it looks like a lobster. Uh, it's a water type. Uh, next one is Skrelp, which is a another seahorse looking Pokemon. Skrelp is a water poison type. Um, honestly, it looks like a seahorse. It looks like one of those uh, uh, this the kind of seahorses you see that have all this. Um, it looks like an actual like leaf, and it has all this like stuff coming off of his head and on his back and everything. It looks interesting. So Clauncher and Skrelp are the two new water Pokemon, and Skrelp is also half poison. Uh, another bug type Pokemon uh, revealed is, uh, and I don't know exactly how to pronounce this. Um, it's I, I honestly because of the huge French influence on this, I'm going to pronounce this Vivillon. Um, it's uh, spelled V-I-V-I-L-L-O-N. And uh, I'm not going to say Vivillon because that obviously doesn't even sound right. But Vivillon with a French influence, that's the way I'm going to pronounce it. It is the new bug flying type Pokemon. Obviously, you find like the the small one. It evolves into its like Kakuna phase thing. Uh, cocoon phase. I said Kakuna. Wow. Uh, cocoon phase and then into its um, phase with wings. So... Uh, Vivion, the new bug and flying type. Apparently, there's supposed to be something interesting about its wings, uh, according to the Pokemon website here. Where's the Pokemon website? Um, there's supposed to be something interesting about its wings that... Uh, where is it? Oh, I'm sorry, just give me one second to find this. Um, uh, Vivion is said to have a secret hidden in the colorful decorative pattern on its wings. What type of secret that is, if that really makes big of a difference, I really don't know. Um possibly it looks like an like an eye or something like that i don't know you know how butterflies have supposed to, are supposed to have like nice you know interesting wings but i don't know that's something interesting and different let's move on there is a new battle style in the games okay we've already seen this with double battles back in the day we've seen this with triple battles now new battle style two new battle styles first one is called sky battle now sky battle is mainly for flying type pokemon they fly up into the sky and battle in the sky. Something that was revealed. I mean, we've talked about this before already. This was kind of a rumor before, but now it is official. Sky battles, mostly flying Pokemon can participate in this, but also Pokemon with the levitate ability can participate as well because they showed a, a Haunter, obviously a Haunter having the levitate ability and um, participating in a sky battle up in the sky, of course. Nothing too interesting there, but... A different type of battle. I don't know if there's going to be any differences in how the battles are performed, um, but we'll have to see when more stuff is, be, is is revealed and once playable versions of the game um, come out. Anyways, uh, the second battle style is called a horde battle. H O R D E horde battle. This is when wild Pokemon appear in up to uh, a group of up to five. Now we've already seen this where. In black and white, you're walking around. Black and white too. You're walking around. Uh, wild Pokemon appear, and there's two of them. Cool. I like that, but I like this even more. Up to five Pokemon versus, let's say, if you have just the one versus one. Very interesting. They showed it with a horde of Axu. They showed it with a, a horde of Tauros, and uh, it was four Tauros and a Miltank out in the wild. This is awesome. This is something that I've honestly wanted to see. For the longest time, because, you know, when you're out, let's say, you know, quote unquote, in the real world, you don't you don't just see one animal at a time. You don't just see two animals at a time. You see sometimes a group of animals walking around, you know, 
when, when I was when I was going to school before I graduated, if I'm walking around the school campus, there are ducks everywhere, and you don't just see one duck by itself. You see a group of ducks walking around. Sometimes you see even you know a, a mother duck with its you know like six ducklings. You know you don't just see one animal by itself, and that's not how nature really works. Sometimes you do, of course, you know, seeing a squirrel running around by itself, but there's always another one standing next to it. Not standing next to it, but nearby. So this is awesome. Horde battles. Sky battles. Two new battle styles that honestly have... I don't know why they they didn't implement these into previous games before. We have flying type Pokemon that all these, all these battles pretty much take place on the ground. I mean, if you really think about it. I mean, if you use your imagination, you can put them in the air. But finally, implemented in the game, sky battles and horde battles up to five different Pokemon. Are there horde battles in the sky too? That would be cool. A flock of like uh, Talon flames, huge birds flying at you, a flock of um, Noiverns, a flock of Vivion. Come on, it, this is just too much. We have to see what happens once more things start to be revealed. I mean, honestly, it's minute by minute here. Things are, things are coming out. Things are being released. Things are being, uh, not released, but revealed. Uh, There's too much to, to go over, but... Let's go over the next part. Uh, New gym leaders. Uh, These are just things that I saw coming from the uh, the Bulba News Now Twitter. Of course, they you know they're really up to date. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, Stuff that they that they're getting from the Coro Coro magazine uh, that uh, that they have scans of and they're releasing you know uh, every few minutes here. Uh, The first gym is a bug type, which I believe I mentioned an episode or two ago, but. It is official now. The first uh, the first gym is a bug type, and there's also um, the names of some of the gym leaders, names of some of the uh, non playable characters, the names of some of uh, the names of the uh, the two uh, main male and female characters. I'm not going to go over all of that. That is really detailed, and it's already been 20 minutes into the show, a little over 20 minutes now, and I, I want to try to make it a shorter episode, maybe about 30 minutes, but we'll see. Um, another new element in the game. Uh, now is called a player search system. Now this allows you to search for players locally or globally and interact with them and then add them as a friend. It'll first add them as an acquaintance and then add them as a friend. You can add them as a friend later. Um, but you can interact with them by you know trading, battling, the normal stuff. Um, and uh, allows you to uh, even just search for players if you have your... Uh, I'm assuming this is something similar to what Animal Crossing did in the past, the Animal Crossing game for the DS, uh, where if you have like this search thing on and if you pass by, like physically pass by somebody that's near you up to like 30 feet away or whatever, that also has the Animal Crossing game and you um, you get the... Like similar also even to the Legend of Zelda game where you throw something you in the Animal Crossing game you would put a note in a bottle throw it out into the into the ocean you pass by somebody uh, with their uh, little with their DS on and there you guys can exchange notes I mean I, I think this is something similar to that where you can pass near somebody and kind of exchange information with them as you're passing by it'll add them as an acquaintance and then you're able then if you contact the person later on you can add them as a friend I think this is a great way to build local communities um, with the Pokemon game I don't know exactly how detailed this would be or up to what what point locally it means does that mean you know 
like like the GTS. You can search only in North America. You can search only in one country, only in another country. It would be nice if you can search locally within a city, or even you know, when if it if it gets that you know that with that much accuracy. This, like I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I, I tweeted back to Pokemon. This would be a great way to build a local community. Hang on, there's more Twitter updates. What is this? Nope. Okay. Nothing about Pokemon. Anyways. Um, sorry, I'm like keeping an eye on this stuff to see if anything new comes out. Uh, so yes, this this is a, a great thing. Maybe it could help. Uh, other than, you know, the DS, obviously, we have ways to communicate with each other. There, You can, you know, if, if two people share their friend code, that is a way to go ahead and do this. I don't know if you can actually search for a person or, or search within a certain city, search within just a state, or search within a, just a certain region uh, or, or province or whatever you would like to call it. But it would be cool. Let's see what happens when more details are released. Uh, now, I didn't put any notes for this down. I just I just remembered it as I'm sitting here talking. Pokemon Ami. Now, Ami means, uh, in French, it means friend. Uh, so Pokemon friend. So Pokemon Ami, uh, obviously a lot of French influence. Obviously the region is, you know, looks like France. But anyways, um, a lot of French influence. So Pokemon Ami is where you can actually interact with your Pokemon. Now, this, I think, is a great way to build up friendship with the Pokemon instead of, you know, keeping it on your belt, you know, giving it items, giving it, you know... Um, and some of the games, you know, taking it to like, uh, uh, like I, I believe it was in a the um, the second generation game, not the second generation, but um, uh, the fourth generation in the Kanto region, where you could take your Pokemon to um, a Blue's sister and have your Pokemon, uh, you get a massage. Your Pokemon gets a massage from Blue's sister and that raises its friendship. Using items on your Pokemon raises its friendship. Things like that. Pokemon to me, you can actually interact with your Pokemon using the uh, the stylus and the touch screen on the Nintendo 3DS. You can touch the Pokemon, you can pet the Pokemon. It even uses your cameras on the DS system where your Pokemon makes a face. Like, it opens up his eyes wide, and then you do the same thing. It's like, to me, it reminds me of playing with a baby, honestly. And this is very interesting, very cool. I don't know all the details to this because it's stupid me. I didn't write down any of the notes about this stuff because it slipped my mind before I even hit the record button. But lots of new things coming out. The last thing, the thing that really bothers me that I want to talk about is the fairy type. I've already expressed my dislike for the fairy type. There is an article out on Bulbapedia. Hang on, checking Twitter really fast again. Nothing. There is an article out on Bulbapedia, okay, that talks about why fairy type is a good thing. I kind of just skimmed over it this morning, so I don't know all the details to the article. I mean, I do. I, I read the whole thing. They talk about why in Legends that there are fairies, you know, that there are, you know, a lot of legends about fairies, things like that, and how fairies are, are, I don't want to say the word implemented, but uh, I'll have to say that because that's the only word I can think of right now, into the real world uh, myths and lore and stuff like that, and how, why that is a good type to actually add, even though it's been, you know, over 10 years since they added a new type. 
you know, I don't think they should have added a new type. They did it to balance out dragons. I can understand that because fairy type is strong against dragon. I got that. That I can understand. But to implement the fairy type so late, so many years later, after they already added dark and steel, which I already wasn't a big fan of that at the time. I mean, I couldn't really have too much of an opinion about it because I was like 10 when it happened. You know, so I wasn't as, you know, um, opinionated at the time. But honestly, now, being 23 years old, haven't seen a new type since I was 11, maybe younger than that, 10. Yeah, younger. Yeah, I was in a, like fifth grade when, the, when uh, the second generation came out. Come on. Adding a new type now, so many years later, I think is just grasping at straws. They, they need to do something to, to, to rearrange the game in some way. Abilities were awesome. The abilities definitely helped out characteristics were good for obviously, you know, training your Pokemon for uh, uh, competitive battling. Okay. Uh, then, then we were able, then we were introduced really to effort values and uh, individual values, things like that. For more information, visit past episodes. Anyways, uh, episode eight and nine. So pokedexradio.com slash eight, nine for uh, individual values, effort values. And I talked about characteristics a while ago as well and natures and things like that. But anyways, I think anyways, I don't like the new fairy type. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how how else to to elaborate on this. I don't like it. Older Pokemon will be retyped, just like what happened with um, with Dark and Steel. I mean, there were no retypings with Dark and Steel. They retyped some moves, which was okay. That, that was fine. I didn't mind it. Um, actually, I find it useful uh, when I'm going through when I'm going through some things in the game. When I'm playing like the old versions, I go to use the move Bite. And the move Bite is a normal type. And I'm like, come on, I'm going up against a Psychic type Pokemon. I expect Bite to be dark, you know, but it's not. Um, so older Pokemon will be retyped. Three that will definitely be retyped are Meryl. I have no reason. I mean, honestly, why is Meryl a fairy type? It is a water type Pokemon. I mean, technically it looks like, you know, like, a, a, like a, um, what's, what's the word? A buoy. You know, those things that float in the water. That's what a Meryl is to me. Um, one thing that interests me uh, interests me about Meryl is why its uh, baby form is a normal type and not a water type. That was always interesting to me. I, I mean, I didn't understand. I, d- I still don't understand why. But its its baby form is a water type. Its evolution is uh, both water are both water types. But Meryl will be excuse me retyped. Gardevoir will be retyped to half psychic, half fairy. Okay. I mean, I can see it in some of the Pokemon that they can be half fairy as well. But how many Pokemon will be retyped? Because if you want to go back, obviously we have Clefairy. Uh, I don't know if that will be retyped, but I mean, there's the fairies in its name. Okay. Jigglypuff is one that will be officially retyped as a, as a fairy. I don't know if it will be its second type, you know, half normal, half fairy. But to me, I mean, at least in this article, it mentioned that fairy types are are somewhat like spirit types Pokemon. Um, like spirit type Pokemon. Like, um, what, what was the other term he used in the article? Oh, man, I wish I can go and find it right now. But anyways, it was uh, like spirit types where... When you say spirit, 
I think ghost. We already have that. You know, uh, oh man, what was the other type? Actually, I'm going to pause the recording really fast and find out what that other type is. So give me a second. Okay, I found it. The other type was, and I'll put this article in the show notes again at pokedexradio.com slash 43. Um, and we're going to go ahead and, uh, hang on, sorry, I'm checking Twitter again. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this up. Uh, but it was written by a Bulbapedia, um, it was an editorial by Bulbapedia user Evil Figment. Um, no, obviously this isn't, okay, it says, you know, as a disclaimer, this editorial has been written by Evil Figment. It expresses the views of the writer, not necessarily those of Bulba Garden Networks. So this is pretty much by this guy, uh, or this girl, I don't know. So it talks about how fairy types are very, um, are very, uh, oh my goodness, what's the word? Entwined in human society, we have a lot of legends, uh, including like real life legends, uh, like the French uh, La Fée Morgane, uh, which is um, pretty much if you La Fée in uh, in um, French is uh, it means fairy, or you could even call her Morgan Le Fay, uh, which is the uh, English adaption of the of the name from the King Arthur legends. Um, we have William Shakespeare talking about fairies in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Let's see what else does he talk about. Um, we have fairies and stuff like uh, the J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, like, um, wow, what what did J.R.R.? Lord of the Rings, there you go. Uh, lots of legends and things like that of fairies. But he talks about, or she talks about, uh, I don't know. Uh, it says, in essence, it's probably much better to think of the fairy type as magic or spirit type than as uh, like a Tinkerbell type thing. And take, uh, taking that the fairy sounds less stupid and more like a very interesting addition to the type array. And I'm sure I don't need to point out that magic being strong against dragons is not really a new idea. Yes, I agree with that. This last, uh, the person's last sentence. I'm sure I don't need to point out that magic, magic being strong against dragons is not really a new idea. I agree with you. Uh, evil. I'm sorry. Evil figment. I agree with that, that sentiment, but you say magic type, I say psychic. You say spirit type, I say ghost. We've already have those. Why add a new one? Why add a new, okay. I would be okay with this if this was years ago. If this was back in 2000 and, uh, back, uh, well, 1999 when the games came out uh, in Japan, but if this was 2001, you know, really, when the games came out here, uh, or I think, I believe earlier than that, I'm sorry, possibly earlier than that, if okay, let's say let's say even I'm sorry. Two thousand, when the games came out, or nineteen, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm sorry, but let's just say ninety nine, just for the purposes of argument. If this was nineteen ninety nine, and they added dark, steel, and fairy, I would be fine. I wouldn't really be giving this much of a fuss about it. Why now? Why so many years later? What are they thinking? I can I can get adding new Pokemon. I get adding characteristics, new new mechanics, new elements to the game. But why a new type so many years later? Oh, we discovered a new type. They're going to say that in the game. Really? You they're going to add that to I know that they're going to add that to the game. That's what they did before. We discovered a new type of dark and whatever. We discovered new Pokemon. Even in 
the third generation remakes of Red and Blue, uh, of the of the old games of the of the first gen games, you can't do things like evolve a Golbat because you don't have the national decks because we haven't discovered this Pokemon yet. Why? Like I don't get it, and this is honestly upsetting me. It's done though. It's the thing. The thing is, it's done. There's no reason to argue about it. But I want to know the reason for why they they added a new type. But I don't know. I think it's idiocy that they add a new type so many years later that they should they should have implemented this back in the second generation when they added dark and steel. They retyped a few Pokemon for steel, or I think, I don't want to say a few, but I know they at least retyped Magnemite to be half electric, half steel. It made sense. Um, is Voltorb half steel? I don't think it is. Anyways. They retyped those. They added new Pokemon with the new type. They retyped, at least at the very least, they retyped one. Um, and then they added some evolutions like Steelix and things like that. For dark types, they retyped a bunch of moves and they added two dark Pokemon. I'm talking about Generation 2. Uh, Houndour, which is half... Uh, Houndour and Houndoom, you know, it's evolution, which is half dark, half fire. And then... Um, wow, I can't think of its name. Murkrow. Uh, and then its evolution. I can't think of that its name off the top of my head, which is in dark, uh, dark flying types. But they didn't, they didn't actually go back and retype any of the older Pokemon for dark types. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, a couple of, you know, dual, dual types, like uh, Tyranitar is dark and ground, I want to say. Uh, that's really all I can think of off the top of my head right now. And then a bunch of moves like Crunch. and uh, no, I'm sorry, not Crunch, but like uh, Bite and things like that. But for Fairy, they better not go back and start retyping moves. They did that already with Gust. They turned it from normal to flying, which is actually a good thing. Like things that make sense, they did already. I believe Charizard didn't have. I know Charizard didn't could not learn fly in the first generation games. Uh, I'm talking about red, blue, uh, and maybe green. Then I'm talking about red and blue at least. He learned fly in. He could learn fly in yellow, and I don't remember if Charizard was a flying type. Back then in the first generation. I don't know if they typed him as flying. Or they they paired him up with a flying type. And they added him the ability. They added the ability for it to learn fly. The HM2 fly. I don't know. Here's one thing I want to just throw out there. It has not yet been revealed what this new Mewtwo form. What type this new Mewtwo form is. Not yet. If you look at the official, at least the official Pokemon website, it's still a mystery to what type Mewtwo is. Yeah, so here you go. Uh, Matt from Team Knockout is posting stuff too <laughs> on, on Facebook. Fairy type confirmed. Sylveon, Gardevoir, Jigglypuff, and Meryl are all fairy types paired with something else. Let's give me one second. So while we're on topic... Uh, ex- uh, with the exception of Phil- uh, Sylveon, who is a single type, which uh, which other older Pokemon gen do you hope are part fairy? None of them, Matt. Or, who, I'm sorry, whoever, really. I think it was Matt who typed this out. Honestly, none of them. None of them. I'm going to comment. I don't want to comment back. I'm sorry. You'll, you'll probably just hear me say it. I don't think any of the older... Uh, I mean, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. Um, obviously, 
Clefairy might be half fairy. Uh, but this messes, like, uh, as a Matt from the Facebook mentioned this, this messes with the lore. This messes, this messes with the, the story of Pokemon. Clefairy are normal type Pokemon. Jigglypuff are normal type Pokemon. Pokemon come from space. Okay. Ah, I don't know how else to, (laughs) I don't know how else to go on with this. Anyways, here we have fairies now. I want to say this new Mewtwo form is at the very least part fairy. Here, I'm I'm actually going to comment back on this. Is the, I'm sorry if you're hearing this in my microphone. Uh, What type is the new Mewtwo form? Oh, I'm sorry. I can hear that in the microphone. Mewtwo form. I'm in the middle. Of, I'm not going to say that. Forget that. I'll say I'm in the middle of recording. What type is the new Mewtwo form? Uh, has it been revealed? Uh, is it has it been has it been officially announced yet? Question mark. Okay. Honestly, I feel that this new Mewtwo form, because of the way it looks, it's still, at least according to the Pokemon website, not been revealed what its type is. I want to say it's going to be part fairy, just because it changes form. I mean, uh, what what is it? Um, I forgot which Pokemon it was that changed form before. Uh, can't think of it. I'm sorry. It's a Generation 4 Pokemon. Uh, they had made a movie about it, Giratina and the other little thing. When you changed its form to its flying form, uh, to, to its, yeah, to its really, really like sky form or whatever, it turned into a, I think, I believe a half flying type. So let's see what happens with this new Mewtwo thing. Is it a fairy type? Of course, they're going to have to make an Eevee form, which they did, Sylveon, full fairy type. Just like all of, all of other, all of Eevee's other evolutions are full type of whatever other type that they are. You know, Vaporeon is his only type is water. Jolteon, his only type is electricity. Eventually, they're going to have to make all, was it 18 types now? They're still missing a bunch. You know, I, I say once we have all 18 types, that's when Pokemon will officially just like die out. I don't know. But let's get off this fairy thing. It's done. It's over. We have a new type. The 18th type is fairy. It's done. Let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Today's Pokemon of the episode is number... Sorry, I'm still like stuck on the fairy thing. Is Pokemon number 587, Emolga. Emolga is an electric type... Uh, is a, is a, it's called a Sky Squirrel Pokemon. It's a flying squirrel, really. It's an electric type Pokemon... 50-50 gender ratio can be found in the wild. It is electric and flying. Um, It has uh, one of two different abilities. Either it's a standard ability or a hidden ability. It's uh, uh, a first ability here is static. The Pokemon has a 30% chance of being in, uh, sorry, your opponent has a 30% chance of being induced with paralyzed when using an attack that requires physical contact against this Pokemon. Um, example, if you use tackle, a physical contact attack against the Molga, 30%, ch- ch- uh, 30% chance that your Pokemon will be paralyzed. Its hidden ability is motor drive. This Pokemon takes no damage from electric type attacks and his speed is, is raised by one level. Um, 
I like I like Motor Drive. Motor Drive is very good. I believe my Zebstrika in my black game, or, or, or am I playing through white? Whichever one has Motor Drive. Very good ability. One of my favorites, honestly. Um, it has a hold item of a cherry berry when you find it in the wild. It has a 100% chance of holding a cherry berry, which is interesting. I mean, not very many Pokemon are like always holding something. Uh, but anyways, Emolga, you can find it in the black and white games on... Uh, on route 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 in the Dragon Spiral Tower, in the Giant Chasm, in the Abundant Shrine, and in the Lost Lorn Forest. In Black and White 2, you can find it at route 5, 6, 7, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 22, 23, in the Abundant Shrine, in the Dragon Spiral Tower, and in the Lost Lorne Forest. It's black and white too. Uh, now, in the Dream World, you can find it in the in the windswept sky when you have over five hundred. I'm sorry, if you have over five thousand dream points, and this is for black and white too only. All right. Um, now, Emolga's uh, base stats. It doesn't evolve into anything. It is a is a uh, single. Uh, it is a base Pokemon. No evolution. Nothing. His base stats are HP 55, attack 75, defense 60, special attack 75, special defense 60, and speed of 103. Very good in speed. Um, good in special attack and attack. His defenses are kind of low. But still, I think Emolga is a good Pokemon. You know, I I like it. Uh, obviously, it is the Pikachu of its generation, if we can, <laughs> if we can honestly say that. it. I mean... I swear, if they retype Emolga as a fairy, just because it looks like a little squirrel flying thing with wings, oh my god, I'm going to be so upset. This I'm going to be on this fairy thing for a while, guys, honestly. I'm sure someday I, I would enjoy it and like fairy types after I get used to it, but I'm sorry. But that was the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon number 587, Emolga. So, if you guys have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch, check out our app by searching FSPR in the iTunes Store. You can download the podcast there without having to sync with your computer. And in reality, you can actually stream the podcast, really. Again, search FSPR in the iTunes Store to get the Pokedex Radio Podcast app, and the Android app is coming soon. And for listeners of the Pokedex Radio Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free. So that is it for today's show, guys. It was about... I'll say about 50 minutes once I edited and everything. I didn't do a live show today. You know how I put in the music and everything. I'm doing that in, in post uh, just because I didn't feel like plugging in my computer to my recorder. Uh, once I get a mixer, everything will be nice and clean. But um, I'm sorry, where I'm, I'm trying to find over here. Um, no replies yet from Team Knockout to my... Uh, oh, actually, somebody somebody actually commented to the Team Knockout thing before I did. Right, right before I did. Um, uh, it's a Clefable, uh, it was a guy by the name of Xander. I'm just going to read this off on the show. I'm sorry. Uh, if you don't want me to, but let me read it real quickly. Actually, I'm going to pause it before I decide to say anything that could, uh, change anything. So give me one second. Let me read it. I'll be right back. All right. 
good point. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and read this. Um, uh, Xander from face from team knockout, uh, team knockouts, Facebook says Clefable and its evolution line should be fairy type. Again, this was to the question that team knockout posted saying fairy, um, fairy type confirmed Sylveon, Gardevoir, Jigglypuff, Meryl are all fairy type paired with something else with the exception of Sylveon, who is a single type, of course, which older gen Pokemon do you hope hope are part fairy? I don't hope anything is part fairy, but let's go on. So this person says Clefable and its evolution line should be Blissey and its evolution line should be normal and fairy. I don't know if they would change a legendary, but Manaphy and Fion would be good water fairy types and possibly Cresselia would be Psychic Fairy, but that would make it even more broken than it already is. Good point. I understand the Clefable thing, the Clefairy Evolution line, Clefa, everything. That I understand. The Jigglypuff thing, I get it too. Gardevoir, mm, I get it. But the Manaphy thing and the Fion thing, yeah, I could see. I mean, putting all negativity aside about the fairy thing, I could see some a lot of the older Pokemon being retyped as fairy. I swear, if somebody retypes Pikachu, I'm going to smack them in the face. Um, but it is a mouse, not a fairy. But still, you never know what they might do. I didn't expect a fourth, uh, an 18th type, but they but they put one out there. Um, what else could be a fairy? What do you think? That is the question of the episode today, actually. We haven't had a question of the episode in many ep- in, uh, months now. So let's put that out there. The same thing that Team Knockout is saying. Which older generation Pokemon do you think, I'm not going to say hope because I don't like this, so I don't want to put hope into it, but which older generation Pokemon do you think will be part fairy other than, obviously, Gardevoir and uh, Jigglypuff and Meryl? And Clefairy, I'm assuming, is going to have to be part fairy. It has fairy in its name. But anyways, uh, I know they mentioned Mawile before. That could be a part fairy type because it is a steel type, and then they might duel with fairy what other types do you think will be retyped what older pokemon do you think will be retyped as fairy you can either comment on the facebook um uh, as a reply to this question or you could email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com um the links again to everything in today's in today's about the links to everything we talked about in today's show can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 43. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at fs.com. I'm sorry. Wow. Where am I going with that? At fsaustinvo. <laughs> uh, or you can follow the Pokedex Radio on Twitter at Pokedex Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and would always be appreciated if you guys give us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. That would just help boost uh, our show up on iTunes to make it a little bit higher in the rankings there. But that is it for today's show, guys. Uh, Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.
This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production, copyright 2013 Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.